It's the end of the world as we know it, Big Little Lies fans. So let's get talking because Renata is going to read us all the house down. Season 2, Episode 3, After Show starts now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes! Sunday fun day. You know what that means. Big Little Lies! Yes. And we have a full panel today. I'm so excited. We're all reunited. And it feels so good. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Ollie Dredden, your resident uh, Reese Witherspoon super fan, I will say. (laughs) And I'm joined by my special, wonderful panel, Simone Thomas. She is our social media queen. She knows when people are lying, and she knows when... She can, like, read you down. It's like, oh, on social media, you're lying. (laughs) I see you. Absolutely. And, of course, we have Mia Brabham. Hello! Our special creative director, who helps us with our special segment. She is Mm -hmm. so funny, and I'm so excited. So stay tuned for that special segment, right, Mia? Honored. I'm honored. Yes. Yes. It's gonna be good. And returning to the panel, we are so happy to have Jessie Zaner. Come on! Back in (laughs) studio. And she is our resident Mama, right? Yes. yes. And stupid, crazy animal. Stupid question. You're <laughs> yeah. married too, right? Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. also married, so she helps the discussion because yeah. none of us are married, right? Nope. Nope. Other than Jesse? Perfect. <laughs> Jesse yes. is so wise. And, oh, so wise. So wise. So wise. <laughs> so she's going to help us out, okay, with some of these big little lies. But we're talking episode three, the end of the world, uh, the end of the world, because this was kind of the end of the world episode for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about Renata. We got to talk about her poor little baby struggling with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Madeline. Oof. Celeste, of course. And Jane and her new boo. Oh, yeah, cool. and Mary Louise. What's wrong? With you? Oh my gosh! Uh, send her home. <laughs> I know <laughs> she's voted off the island. Yeah. Right. So initial thoughts of episode three, ladies. What, what what are you feeling? What are you feeling? I'm feeling some type of way. My favorite line of the show was the Medusa of Monterey, referring to <laughs> Renata. Yeah. So good. She is insane. Uh, Laura Dern does a, an amazing yeah. job yes. playing that role. She's incredible but yeah she was probably the highlight of this episode mm-hmm. i feel like she kept the action and like the excitement and all the drama and then i'm i'm sad for these poor kids with the world ending like i yeah. don't know how i would process that as a seven-year-old or how yeah. old and to are. piggyback off of that too i just feel like renata's character is growing she mm-hmm. is kind of like a monster this first episode remember we were like well there's something to say about renata but <laughs> exactly. now we're like renata is our character <laughs> yeah she is everything yeah but i love okay you know who's underrated this therapist okay yes. this Therapist who's helping everybody and their problems, who knows every single secret Mm -hmm. about Monterey. She's coming for Phil. I was like, grill her. Grill her, girl. That's what the police officers really need to go to. Seriously, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the therapist is going crazy. I mean, she's like on them this episode. And then also Mary Louise. Aside from Renata, aside from the therapist, Mary Louise going at Jane. I'm just like, girl, back off. And Jane, leave. Mm -hmm. Like, don't listen to this. Somebody reel her in and, like, exactly. (laughs) Thank you. I think this episode really, uh, there was a line in the beginning with Bonnie and her mom. It was a flashback scene. And Elizabeth said to Bonnie, holding your breath underwater, you need to hold your breath underwater or else you're drowning. And I think that speaks so much about kind of like, lying. You need mm-hmm. to kind of like hold your breath through lying and I think, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I analyze things too much and overthink things, but that's something that stood out to me and obviously I think these kids are so smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. When they're talking about, um, in the little like group discussion and how you, you want to protect someone so you lie and these mm-hmm. kids are learning through that through their parents. Yeah. I just right. think it's phenomenal mm-hmm. about 
having these kids. Yeah. These are our kids of tomorrow. These are our leaders tomorrow, and they're learning how to lie. And they're learning mm-hmm. that the world is ending. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I believe in climate change. Just saying. I do. So, speaking of that, Renata, let's just get to it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about, obviously, Meryl Streep, she's probably going to be nominated for an Emmy, M- Emmy an M&M, for two. Mm-hmm. an Emmy, but I'm thinking, damn, Laura Dern is killing it. She she's is. stealing the show she and is. giving Meryl Streep a run for her money. money. Mm-hmm. So, Renata... Poor her poor little baby Emma Bella struggling mm. with anxiety and we kind of learned that almost you know she, her her own mother's kind of causing this she's worried about her mom and Gordon obviously and obviously mm-hmm. about climate change so what were your thoughts on the the breakout star well she's already a star but yeah. kind of like the show stealer that is Renata yes I was so sick of her. She No, she was great. Like, I loved all the drama <laughs> and the extraness. But in terms of her being a mother and introspective and not being self-aware to realize that she's part of the problem, like, mm-hmm. she wants to point finger, fingers at her husband. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline in the school and I'm like your stress stresses her out like stress mm-hmm. is very like it's en- it trans like it, the energy transfers to other people mm-hmm. and your daughter feels that and at that yeah. young of an age she's not making that up mm-hmm. and yes Gordon has its issues but Gordon. Renata chill and like try to like work on yourself too mm-hmm. instead of trying to fix everybody else yeah. yeah it's interesting to me to see just like this domino effect coming for all of these families like I feel like each episode is just a new a new house mm-hmm. the lies affecting them because yep. what's so great about this episode in Renata's family, at least to me, is, you know, in all the other families, we kind of see, like, the husbands and the Mm. the children kind of being affected by this line. They're like, you're different, you're different. But with Renata... We kind of we've she's always been this way, and then mm-hmm. when Gordon dropped that line, and he's like, "You've been different." I was like, "Gordon yeah. knows, right?" This so it's interesting. It just reminds me about the whole thing of like we are like the third eye, like we're third person on this it. Like yeah. we right. see these characters as they are, but we don't see them in their home lives. So yeah. it makes me just wonder how they've been acting to make everybody realize that they are different, or if they're just kind of acting off the hearsay in the mm-hmm. town and being yeah. like, "Did you do something?" Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's just interesting. And, and going back to what you said about her anxiety. We, we see that the doctor even suggests counseling for these guys. Mm. And Renata is so quick to just, like, blow him off and mm. make fun of him and start talking in this voice and just, like, move on. So I don't know if she'll ever change, but um, she's definitely stressing me out. So I yeah. don't... I don't... Yeah. I feel like between her and Madeline, they're very, like, alpha female. Totally. And then Celeste and Bonnie are, I would say, like, more beta characters. And it works up until, like, they're the issue and they're not willing to be humble enough to admit Mm -hmm. that they're wrong. I think Mm -hmm. Madeline's Mm kind of getting there, obviously, because she was caught. But Renata... It's she's not there yet to be apologetic at all. Mm-hmm. She James, James is normal. Yeah, she has a break now. No, uh, I will say that I totally agree with you. Like she is totally uh, uh, alpha female mm-hmm. for sure. When she went into the principal's office and read oh everyone, my gosh. Oh. So now funny. I think about. It, I want her. I want Renata to read me. I just want her to insult me and see what she's going <laughs> to come do. up with. You know? <laughs> 
so amazing. And I also think, uh, speaking of her husband and how he brought up the fact that you, you're different, and mm-hmm. I think it's quick for her to kind of put the blame on everyone else, especially Gordon with everything. You know, it's like this uh, stress she's been suppressing is yeah. now finally surfacing, yeah. especially now that Gordon is going to jail, and they're losing their money, so it's quick to point the finger at no one else. Uh, or everyone else but herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the easy target. Absolutely. Right. So she's kind of putting the blame that, or the guilt that she feels on him. Mm-hmm. And her poor little baby's picking up on it. Everything. Mm-hmm. And she has a nice-ass house. Yeah. Yes. Like, she does. Yeah. She's rich. Yeah. She was like, sell your rich. shit. That was so funny. I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. I was like, what is all this? How could you be oh so heartless? <laughs> you know what I thought? I know as a child, I would hate if my mom would ever come into school and cause a ruckus and like yell at the teachers because that's like a reflection of you and you don't totally. want to be that student mm-hmm. whose mother is crazy. So I was like, oh gosh, that poor child at home and now at school, her mom is right. just doing way too much. I mm. want a spinoff. Okay, after Big Little Lies is over, <laughs> what do you think? Well, we, we never want Big Little Lies to end, but when it does, no. I want a spinoff to see if these kids pick up on the traits Ooh. of their parents. Oh my gosh. I don't think so that happen well. anyone. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That would be great. 30 years like later. Yeah. Any more thoughts on Renata before we move on? Mm. All right. Before we get to our next mother, we got to talk about our live read, which yes. is give us that five star review, <laughs> right? Yes. Absolutely, we'd really appreciate it. We love talking about the show. And give us that five star review, leave a like, a comment, subscribe, share with your friends on Facebook. We would love it. We love talking about this show. You don't understand, mm-hmm. you're just as much as part of this show as we are. And I just want to shout out someone who did give us a five star review uh, last week. Shout out to Insta, uh, Insta underscore Graham underscore DC long name uh <laughs> left us an I- itunes review for five stars and says i enjoy this podcast so much makes me want to reread the book and count down to mm. next week's episode engaging oh, and empowering so thank you that's so sweet yes and if you it, also sweet. if you give us that five star we will shout you out just like that and show love because mm-hmm. we love you guys so much yes. mm-hmm. and we'll keep doing the show absolutely <laughs> and let us know what you think in the live chat yeah so we can chat with you absolutely get that discussion like the best it's ever been because mm-hmm. we can it's easy to miss stuff. Yeah. And they help us out so much because sometimes we forget these names. We yes, Jessica events. last week throwing in all the psychology <laughs> and all the terms. I was like, right? yes, girl. girl. We yeah. read those comments. No, we, we do. do. Mm-hmm. And people come up with such great thoughts about the episode that's, that like yeah. they see it different than we do mm-hmm. even because everybody's different. They have their own perspective. Yep. So it's so awesome to like go back mm-hmm. after and read what people have to say. So thank mm-hmm. you guys so much. We appreciate it. Yes. This panel isn't just us four. It's, it's, all, it's all y'all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Monterey 500. <laughs> well, now I want to know what you all think about Celeste because mm-hmm. Celeste, oh, yeah. obviously, she's in therapy still, mm-hmm. and she's kind of in this position of the therapist is kind of telling her the truth, and I'm totally here. I'm team therapist in this, in that the issue of her kind of following suit of Mary Louise of idolizing the dead of Perry and only seeing the good, but yet he caused you so much pain. And not just you, Mm -hmm. your girl Jane, too. So what were your thoughts on Celeste in this episode, particularly? Particularly. Uh, When she said, as dead as he is, sometimes I think I'm deader. Mm -hmm. That made me so sad, just because Mm -hmm. it was a really violent and toxic, terrible relationship, but, like, the way he died, like, there really was no closure. So it's like, yeah, I don't want to say he deserved his death, but mm. I just feel like she never really was able to come to terms or 
rebuild the relationship or just like get that closure before walking away from him mm-hmm. and so um i it's hard for me to watch her because i i get where she's coming from but i also like want her to listen to her therapist and like realize you're not the one to blame mm-hmm. um but it's just it's not that black and white and then having um her awful mother-in-law who's <laughs> like just so insensitive and oh sees gosh, her child as this like innocent person who did like absolutely right. no wrong we'll get to that right mm-hmm. um but, yeah, I just think, like, having a firecracker like Madeline around and then, like, her therapist are positive things. But, yeah, she's having a hard time. Yeah. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, I think this is really difficult. I wrote down that that as well, that maybe I'm deader. Because mm-hmm. something that she said before that was, like, that she felt like everything was so flat now. Whereas before, with Perry in mm-hmm. her life, it was, like, a lot of ups and downs. It was, mm-hmm. it was a roller coaster. and. The therapist asks her later if she's an addict and Perry was her drug. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, like, I really believe that because why would you want to continue a relationship that was so up and down like that with the abuse that she endured mm-hmm. during it? And mm-hmm. now it's gone and now it's flat. So, right. like, it's hard. Is she, like, really addicted to that kind of pattern of behavior or is she so used to it that now she doesn't know what to do i don't know it's just like a really sad point for her at this point and then so what do you guys think about this one thing the therapist said was she's kind of telling her like don't think of the happy thoughts and celeste was like what's wrong with thinking about and remembering the good things Mm -hmm. so like what are your guys' thoughts on that because i actually used to be a therapist wow yeah this is really weird this is why you're part of this panel our (laughs) star my therapy style was different than this therapist um and so I just wonder what you guys think of that. Like, do you think, because I, I don't know what's right and wrong here mm-hmm. with, with that mm-hmm. specifically, but what do you think about, I mean, what's so wrong? He's gone, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's just because she's using it as um, almost like a mechanism mm-hmm. to just, I, I think, to grapple onto her grief almost because now she has to accept the fact that she was abused, but she also has to accept the fact that her husband's gone. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, you can't say think of the happy don't think of the happy parts if she hasn't come to terms with everything else like yeah. I, I don't know I just feel like that's kind well, of that's yeah. bad that's toxic I think it's I think Celeste is suffering the worst out of anyone totally. yeah. any yes. one of the Monterey Five especially dealing with the detective Mary Louise for crying out loud right. because it's like Mary Louise is enforcing that the only the positives about her son mm-hmm. Perry I mean we saw in the scene with uh, her twins and her twins and uh, Mary Louise just watching all those memories on the iPad and so that's Mm -hmm. really instilling the fact also Celeste last episode said your your dad was fine remember when her kids asked her it was daddy a bad guy Mm -hmm. and she she just big little lie there your dad was (laughs) I know but what do you say what do you say to kids he was terrible. He and, was horrible. And that's so kind of like the, the message of this episode I brought up earlier was, you know, lying to protect someone you right, love. Yeah. So she loves Perry and she also loves her the kids. kids. Totally. So she's lying immortalizing the dead. You know? Yeah. That was hard. And I to know. speak about that, the iPad too, I don't know about you guys, but I wanted so badly, it sounds so awful, but I the wanted photo. there to be, oh. no, I wanted there to be something bad on the oh, iPad I thought about there, Perry. I thought there was going to be. Sure. I was like, yeah. scroll, keep scrolling, yes. keep scrolling. I was like, find something awful. But the thing is, Mary Louise, if she would have seen something bad, she sort would have been like, what did oh, you yeah. do to incite it? Yeah. Like, Mary Louise is never going to accept that mm-hmm. Perry was a bad person. Or she would have deleted it. Oh! Yeah, that too. Yeah, probably. It's in the cloud. What if it's in the cloud? But also the moment I thought was so powerful is when um, Mary Louise was looking through Celeste's drawer 
Oh, oh right. my goodness. And she then came her. in. Yes. And Celeste was like, it was because he kicked me. I think that Celeste really is, she's coming further each episode we see mm-hmm. her with this grief and with uh, just what happened to her uh, about the abuse. And mm-hmm. I think this was a good way for her to be like, saying it out loud right. is kind of like cementing it. Like, this actually happened yeah. to me right. and it's not okay. Right. And the same thing with Reese earlier in the car, I just realized just now, with Reese in the car, she was like, I wish you would have told me. And she was like, well, you would have done the same thing as me. Like, mm-hmm. I would have, if, if it was reverse, I would have gotten you out there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she says it out loud and she realizes what happens is, what happened is bad. Right. But she's still holding on to it just because it's helping her get through the pain that he's right. gone. Right. Yeah. Just, oh, it's so, I, I feel so bad for Celeste. Yeah. I just, my heart do, I do like tough. There lots of scenes with uh, Celeste and Madeline talking, and I love that. I love yeah, that so they're so I. supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. But speaking of that, the medicine scene, I felt like this whole episode, like I said, Detective Mary Louise, she's looking for evidence and dirt, mm-hmm. and she even met with the detective, so she's just trying to find every single thing that yep. she can to kind of combat the fact that, the, the fact that she, everyone thinks that her son is a terrible person, and he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, this kind of segues into our next topic of Jane, because Mary Louise wants to be a part of Ziggy's life, because, I mean, technically, she is the grandmother of Ziggy. Mm-hmm. So, what were your thoughts on Jane and ho- the whole exchange between Mary Louise, who's kind of like, I, me- I remember last week you brought up victim blaming, mm-hmm. Simone, and that kind of, we kind of saw that with Mary their Louise. interaction. Yeah, again. Yeah. I, she is so irritating on a ton of levels Mm -hmm. but it's just crazy to me she wants to be in this boy's life yet you don't believe his mother's story Mm -hmm. and you're Mm -hmm. trying to pull a lie out of her or catch her in a lie to prove that she's the one who Mm -hmm. like she she put herself onto him like she drew him in and she just cannot go past the fact or see past the fact that her child was a monster Mm -hmm. and like moms love their son like a parent loves their child in general but like moms are gonna see their children in like the most positive innocent light possible Mm -hmm. yet clearly like this why would this woman lie about it and then as a woman yourself i'm sure you've faced harassment and discrimination or just oppression in general so like Mm -hmm. where's the empathy Mm -hmm. knowing that now you have like a like a family connection because you have a grandchild and you're still like blaming her as the cause of all of this i totally Mm -hmm. agree with that i think that's such a powerful thing like why do women question women like that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like she's telling you what happened you're hearing these things i know it's your son but at some point I mean, just, like, how unempathetic she was yeah. about everything and just, like, straight. If I was Jane, I would have just been, like, bye. Like, yeah. never contact me again. Mm-hmm. Don't show up. Like, I'm done dealing with you. Yeah. I understand that she wants her – maybe she's thinking about her son having a family or, like, this being her his grandmother. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't need to be a part of that. Yeah. If that's mm-hmm. how you're going to treat, like, her, his mom? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. you have no right. And then mm-hmm. she was forcing her to relive the trauma exactly. by asking her all these yeah. insensitive questions. But she wasn't going about it in a delicate manner. She exactly. was just being so intrusive. Yes. And it, didn't, it wouldn't even matter what her answer was. Exactly. No. Yeah. She literally explained what happened almost in vivid detail. Yeah. Like, I was screaming. Yeah. And she was like, hmm. Like, shrugged. Mary Louise only wants to hear mm-hmm. what she wants it's to hear. Exactly. And it's it's so scary. But the thing I love about Jane um, is that she just, 
she stands her ground. Yes, like, I know. That's I, like such you a good said, point. like I was like, why? I said the same thing when in my head. I was like, Jane, why are you just walking away? You yeah. have the option to walk away, but she stood her ground. And she she was like, no, this is what happened. Right. She asked another question. She's like, no, like that's yeah. that's wrong. Like this is exactly what. And she never once questions herself. You don't even. Yep. I yeah. love it because in her head, I feel like I would honestly buckle. Like if mm-hmm. that happened to me, and someone was like, are you sure? I'd be like, maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, maybe. But Jane is like, no, I know right. exactly what happened, which is so so powerful, mm-hmm. especially in contrast to Celeste. Right. Because we see Celeste kind of coming to terms with it, but it's much slower. Like and Jane is like, I know. Still, she's right. addicted kind of yeah. to, to Perry and, and his, his, his uh, yeah. uh, what's the Abuse. word? Yeah, and yeah. just him as a person, her, the father of her kids, basically. Yeah. So yeah. that's hard on her. But yeah, I totally agree with Jane uh, not being afraid to stand up against, yeah. mm-hmm. unlike Celeste, too. Like, I, I love Celeste making progress, but it's still mm-hmm. kind of like a turtle mm-hmm. versus a rabbit, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm glad she was feisty, but also kept calm, because at first I wanted her to just go off on Mary Louise, but then this could be even more of a cause for Mary Louise yep. to go to the police mm-hmm. and be like, Very Jane true. was so angry, yeah. but she wasn't. She played it cool, so I was like, yeah. yes, Jane. Yep. And also I think Mary Louise pushing Jane is also affecting her dating life with Corey, Ooh. which I didn't know they were kind of trying to date. Um, but I also thought, oh, what is, is Corey's intentions good? Where are they going with this? But I also, I, I think that it's kind of just showing she's still, Jane's still suffering, you know, from right. from mm-hmm. being raped and she still has that PT, PTSD yeah. of a man, maybe, yeah. you know, and how he abused her. Yeah. And I hope Corey's a good guy. You know, I'd like to think, I hope he's not doing it. One thought of me, predictions was that maybe he was kind of just he wants to like maybe have sex with one of the Monterey Five. Not to demonize him, but I'm like, af- I'm so afraid. I, yeah. I think yeah. the worst, you know, in that situation. Yeah. Well, but I would like to think he has Jane's best interest. How their relationship developed was really weird because he was being rude to her in the beginning and yeah. then mm-hmm. it transitioned into a romantic situationship all of a sudden? No. And then he, and then he, she was like, oh, I have a son. He's like, I want to meet him. It's like... And he did. He it's, was teaching yeah, him how to th- surf, It's so. a little quick. That's so weird. that's kind of... That was like a red flag for mm-hmm. me. Like, right... I mean, maybe he's just being nice, and I'm thinking too far. But who says far. that yeah, on thinking, the first date? I honestly, I don't know about you guys. I think I think he honestly might be on the spectrum because in I know, the, like, I have a cousin who's on the spectrum, and he said it, and I realized at first when he said that, I was like, "That's so rude." But I think yeah. it's because he is, and like some of the signs that he's showing, like he's like very quick and he knows a lot. And even she says that Jane says uh, that yes, she's right. like, "Oh, Ziggy knows a lot, and you would know a lot." And it's just a right. lot of the signs. I think they haven't said it outright on the episode, and yeah. someone can correct me, maybe if I'm wrong. But right. I think that's why it's just showing different tendencies mm. that hmm. people on the spectrum just exemplify. But yeah. um, Okay. I, I think I think he has good intentions. I'm starting to like him more. At yeah, first, I was I like know. rude because yeah. I wish they almost said something out. If it's true on the show, I wish like they would have wrote it in there somewhere mm-hmm. so we know. Yeah. Right. But from what when I when I processed that, I was like, okay, I like him more. I understand now that his mm. intentions are bad. He's just kind of abrupt. Okay, okay. I hope you're right. Yeah. yeah, because that's I love Jane. Yeah, very interesting. Theory. But please comment. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Let us know. That's a but great thought, though. Let yeah. us know mm-hmm. anything we missed too. Your questions, your comments, your concerns for some of these characters. Who's gonna die? Tell us the tea. We love to. we got our last major topic is our girl my fave Madeline I know she's a cheater but <laughs> she's repenting in a sense uh, she's also taking up therapy too with yeah. Ed mm-hmm. and I love this uh, okay MVP of this episode was either Renata or the therapist because mm-hmm. the therapist says adultery is just one form of infidelity indifference, indifference is another yeah. one and maybe that kind of reads into Madeline's uh, past marriage with Nathan, how they were just kind of indifferent to each other. I know we were talking about before the show started. So, what were your thoughts on Madeline's whole arc in this episode? 
I thought that line, that line was really powerful about adultery uh, versus indifference and how there's still both violations in a committed relationship just mm-hmm. because we, like, obviously cheating on someone is the most vile form of betrayal, right. mm-hmm. but when you're checked out or you're just not present, that's, oh, it's, you're not physically cheating, but you're not present with yeah. your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- wouldn't say that. Was Ed checked out? I just don't mm, think Madeline yeah, no, no. appreciated well, think- him. I think I feel like Madeline was checked out. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's how so I. So she it. committed two crimes, not. <laughs> <them>. <laughs> she was the one who was indifferent. Or, or she, she didn't care. She thought he was checked out. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like you know sometimes how when someone's so nice and they do all the right things, you undervalue them, mm-hmm. and then you go and have an affair with someone and realize, oh, the grass is not greener. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that was her situation, because mm-hmm. Ed has never done anything yeah. for her right. to stray away. Yeah. I yeah. think she... Sorry. No. I think... No, uh, real quick. I just think she felt the indifference, which led her to the adultery. Mm. You know? Yeah. With the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, because if, if Ed wasn't indifferent... Yeah. I, I don't. Well, I don't think he was indifferent, but... I feel like Reese would have been totally, she would have been, like, way more, mm-hmm. I guess, in therapy, like, oh, my gosh, you, you know, you weren't paying totally. attention to me. Exactly. Like, right. I think how hurt she is shows how, I think, good of a husband he was. Exactly. So one thing the therapist says also is, did you do this for to get his attention? But I didn't really think that that was true yeah. of Madeline. What did you guys no. think? She's just selfish. She, yeah. wanted someone, <laughs> she wanted someone else's attention, okay? Yeah. yeah. Right? For real. But I didn't get how the therapist was trying to connect her not going to college to her cheating on her husband. I uh, yeah, I don't know if that made if, if there was like a feeling of um, I don't really know what to say, but just something underneath that that yeah. made her feel like like less than or like she wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So maybe she was like seeking out something else. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. but I, I I understand what you're saying. Like I don't know how to, that connected. Yeah, but she's definitely affected because then she goes home and talks to Abigail yeah. about it. But yeah. so I don't know if she just doesn't feel good enough for him or what. I don't mm-hmm. know. Definitely it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say that um, I, uh, shout out to the scene of Ed going to talk to Bonnie. Yes. And I remember he was so not into it, the idea when he was talking to Nathan in the first episode. Yeah. And yeah. now that he's just not, well, Madeline's not on his good side right now, so he's going to take that. He's like going to rub it in her face. Yep. Yeah. Do what so, he wants to do. And I, I liked it. I was here for it because Bonnie Same. was smiling and she seems, I hope that her also, she Bonnie didn't have a whole lot of screen time in this episode, she but didn't. I hope that her mother's actually helping her, you know? Mm-hmm. And she seems like she's on a better path, you know, with the yeah, help of Ed. Even though he, yeah. even though he kind of did it just to rub it in Madeline's right. face, mm-hmm. I feel like. But it, it's the like happiest we've ever seen her. So hey, I'm not knocking it. I know, yeah. I'm not knocking it either. Any thoughts on like the speech at the end? Because oh, yeah. about illusions, and it just wow. ties into the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think we should imp- we should teach kids climate change. I think so, not to get political, but yeah, yeah no. <laughs> It's, like, real, and that's what Madeline was getting at. She was like, mm-hmm. you know, we want to tell our children fairy tales, and the world is going to end happily ever after, and most stories are not like that. They're right. effed up. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, a, finding a good balance of not terrifying the kids, mm-hmm. which I don't think yeah. the, the teacher was doing. No. Maybe just Amabella with he all He was the, teaching them facts. Yeah, like, there was <laughs> nothing, there, there were no alternative facts in there, mm-hmm. nothing uh, scary. I just think maybe she's more sensitive to information like that, and then just her home life, 
all those elements combined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, oh wait, did you did we forget to mention that Madeline's dad actually had an affair too? Did oh, we, that's oh, right. That yeah. was a huge that's thing. Like, that stood out to me, yeah. and she always kind of uh, suppressed that. Mm-hmm. And she was talking to Celeste in the car about that. Yeah. So those are important therapies. Those are some of the yes. most therapy sessions. Kids learning from their parents. Exactly. Yeah. It trickles down. Wow. Oh, Subconsciously too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a cycle, gosh darn it. It really is a cycle. So anyways, any last thoughts before we get to our special segment presented by Mia? All right, so we're going to play this week Two Truths and a Big Little Lie. (laughs) Why you always lying? Yes, I love this. It never gets old. So in this game, basically you're playing Two Truths and a Lie. So I'll say two two true facts about the series or the episode, and then one is a lie. Okay. Crafted, Let's so you have to tell me which one's the lie. Okay, one, this show has won four Golden Globes. Two, Jen Aniston, Jennifer Aniston, was considered for the role of Celeste. And three, Zoe and Nicole once lived together oh my in the same house. Zoe and Nicole once. Lived. Which one's a lie? I'm going uh, with two. You, which one was it? Sorry. Golden Globes. <laughs> Jen Aniston considered uh, for the role of Celeste, and then Zoe and Nicole once lived together oh, in the same room. Good one. I don't I'm going know with any Jennifer of these. Aniston. One is false, right? That's what I'm guessing. So you're saying that one's false? I'm going to say number three, Zoe and Nicole living together is false. Okay. Uh, I'm going to agree with Simone. I think that was, I don't see that happening. Yeah. It's weird. Okay, we have a winner. So our our in-house therapist. Yeah. (laughs) I just thought number three was like, why why would you make that up? So I just guess. That's so weird. It is right? It's not weird. No, it's unbelievable, right? Yeah. So I didn't actually know this until I I was doing research for work earlier and found this out this year, but I had no idea that Lenny Kravitz and Nicole Kidman were once engaged. What? So Zoe was 13 at the time, and she lived in the same house as them. That makes sense. She was 13. So they did live together. At one point, Jen Aniston, I made that up. I was like, who could play Celeste? Maybe not. Maybe only yeah. only our girl Nicole. But I was yeah. like, that yeah. could maybe trip him up. And then yeah, the show's won wow. Golden Globe. So. Didn't you say last week that Nicole and Zoe got really close on set, or was it Zoe and someone Zoe, else? Uh, Nicole and Reese lived Nicole together in Nashville, Reese. or not lived together. Well, lived next to each other. They got oh. so close they bought houses. Ah, that's oh, what yeah. it is. Awesome. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. all these connections. Yeah, how, right. How long ago was that? That they lived together? Yeah. Uh, Zoe was thirteen at the time. I'm not oh sure. Oh my god, she's in her late twenties. So yeah. like, that must like, be that's a wild perspective for Zoe to kind of like 20 years later or X and M give or take Mm -hmm. to have like your almost stepmom be your co-star it's so cool it's cool and And they got really close and like they still have a good relationship Nicole and um, because I I think they're like Keith and her and Lenny they all have a picture together yeah they're chill they're super chill so look at pictures it's really entertaining you're like oh my gosh Uh, Zoe Kravitz will be 31 this year okay so she's 30 Zoe Kravitz is going to be 31 so yeah. 18 years 18, ago. Wow. I could do math. math. That was yeah. good. Me, no, Mia, that... Okay, I, that wasn't good. Mia, that was a good... <laughs> that was, yes. Last week, you guys got me. I was like, dang it. I was like, I have to make it tricky this No, you week. made this really hard. <laughs> no, that was good. And that's why you're a special segment queen. Yes. We love I'm glad it. you guys like it. So let's get on to our news queen, Jesse. Yes. What you got for us? Let's do it. So Meryl turned 70 on Saturday, so she got a bunch of shout-outs on social media from her co-stars, which was really fun to watch. And then also, something that I found that's really interesting is you can now rent out Reese Witherspoon's Malibu mansion from the show. So even though it's set in Monterey, the mansion's actually in Malibu, you can rent it out for $5,000 a night. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Uh -uh. Somebody have a party and invite me. (laughs) Well, I was like, they should let us do a show from there. Wouldn't that be cool? And it has like six bedrooms, six bathrooms, a guest house, 
all like views of the ocean. It'd be yeah. so awesome. And then we get to Maybe. stay the night after hosting the show. Totally. Oh my to goodness. Us. Wouldn't that be wow. fun? Yeah. And then we're all going to be supporting characters on season three. <laughs> <laughs> spin off show of the kids. <laughs> spin off show, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Well, happy birthday to Meryl yeah. Streep. Is that yeah. for a cancer or a Gemini? She's a cancer, yes. right? Well, she's like right on the cusp. cusp. Because what is. So today's the 23rd, Third. right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was the 21st. Yeah, so she's like... Well, right. you said Saturday, Wow. Though. Yeah, that's Saturday. 22nd. Right? Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I'm, I thought today was Monday, yes. <laughs> yeah, what day is it, honestly? <laughs> okay, yes. So she's a cancer. Cancer. Okay. Oh, I love cancer. I'm a water sign being like a cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really? Yeah. Well, Mary Louise isn't very emotional exactly. like cancer. Exactly. Mary Louise, everyone tell us who you think Mary Louise would be. Yes. What sign is she? I what, think what she's What sign do you guys think? A Leo. Aries. I was thinking an Aries. She's got to be a so Leo or Virgo, 100%. <laughs> no, I, I totally believe got an Aries. They're very strong, right? With yes. their horns. <laughs> very intense. Let us or, know who you think. Maybe or, a Scorpio. No. Scorpio. Yeah. We're saying every astrological sign. She doesn't deserve a Scorpio. I love my Scorpio. No, no, I'm a Pisces. Me too. Who's your birthday? March 18th. Okay, Pisces sister. Pisces stable. Yeah. Look at you guys. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. Well, we're unfortunately losing track of time. I'm so sad. No, I don't want it to end. But let's get on to predictions. Yes. Okay. So, who would like to go first? Anyone? Uh, I'm scared. Yeah, so am I. I don't know. <laughs> Jesse. <Yeah. laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Um, I just think... Uh, I think Mary Louise is obviously going to continue to try to get in. And I don't know. I, I'm really interested to see what happens with her and Jane. Because I think Jane is giving in a little bit on like wanting her in Ziggy's life. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see where that goes. Um, but the overall theme, I think, is it's just going to keep going downhill. And things yeah. are going to keep falling apart. And we're mm-hmm. going to get more hmm. into what happened. I think Ed might leave Madeline. I don't think he's going to be able to handle it. Mm. Uh, Mary Louise, she's definitely going to keep snooping. Um, But I don't know. I think someone's going to be like, girl, like confront her even more than they already have in this episode. Mm. Um, And I think Jane is going to continue on with Corey. I think they're going to start really liking each other. I don't have any juicy questions, though. I don't know. Hopefully, Corey makes, uh, can help peel back those layers and help her feel protected again. I would hope for that. Keep her safe space. Yeah. I think Zoe, or not Zoe, Bonnie and Ed are going to get closer mm-hmm. because she, he's the one person we've seen her be able to connect with yes. um, comfortably and mm-hmm. she's more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. So they're both in difficult situations. Misery loves company, so maybe mm-hmm. they'll get a little closer. And... Uh, Shania Twain situation. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, I think the kids are going to keep surprising us with some, I don't know what things they have up their sleeves or insightful things they've seen, so... Okay. I got three. Three topics. Three three predictions. I'm going to say I wanted Madeline to confront Mary Louise, but now I want Renata to kind of confront her. Yeah. I was thinking that. Oh my gosh, yes. That would be amazing because they kind of made it seem they set up something for next or in the future for uh, Mary Louise to. Uh, have some kind of interaction with Renata yep. uh, by the end of the episode. She would read her to filth, and I'd be so here for it. <sighs> I'm fr- I'm afraid Madeline's gonna snap or something. I think possibly maybe uh, Bonnie and Ed will get together, and maybe just to get back at their both of their spouses respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Madeline might snap, and I feel we saw her push uh, Nathan in one episode, and she just seems. I hope. She, I wonder if she's turning into like Perry. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, some kind oh, no. of. I don't know. Because we've been seeing the men be abusive, so I'm yeah. just wondering if 
one of the wives are going to turn out be to be abusive. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm thinking Mary Louise is abusive. I would, if was. I could rank them, I would say Renata first, then Madeline. That's a, yeah, because <laughs> Renata right. is intense. She, yes, and mm-hmm. then Jane Bonnie would not hurt a fly. Yeah, yeah. nor would Celeste. Well, yeah. let us know your predictions and anything yes. we may have missed because we love hearing from you guys week after week. Yeah. Fortunately, we have to wrap up. Where can I find my amazing panel on social media? Yes, you can find me at Simone A. Thomas on Instagram and Twitter. Hi, I can be found on Instagram at Yours Truly Mia and Twitter at Hot Mess Mia. I'm Jesse Zayner. You can find me all over social media at Athletic. And I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ollie Dreamer. Until next Sunday, we will see you for Big Little Lies, episode four. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.